Are you ready to go down the rabbit hole? The All Things Alice podcast will explore the cultural phenomena of Alice in Wonderland. Frank Bedore, the author of the Looking Glass Wars trilogy, is your host through a wonderverse of interviews from all types of creators as they chronicle the dark yet empowering reality of Lewis Carroll's fantasies and answer the question, what is it about Alice that captivates us still today? The All Things Alice podcast, available wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey kids, it's Trailer Talk. That's right, the show where six self-proclaimed experts nerd out on trailers from their unique points of view. Editing, sound design, production, marketing, and (laughs) acting. This week, Dune. The new one, not the old one. Everybody, Nolan North here, joined by my retro replay pals. We got PJ, Drew, Pagan, Steph, and Paul, and we're talking trailers uh, today. It's Dune, um, guys. Uh, I, I, I don't know who wants to go first. I, I, you know what, Drew? You, you're just. I know you're nerding out about this movie, <laughs> so I'm going to let you go. Uh, but before I let you go, I'm going to give a background in the spirit of Dune. I think it'll be. Oh, oh yeah. nice. Yeah. I like it. I like. I'm it Timothy lot. Chalamet, but older. <laughs> but All right. Older. <laughs> <laughs> tell, tell us what you thought. Uh, no, I love it. Well, what I do, I am. I'm super nerd. I'm, anything epic sci-fi, uh, especially Dune, is like. Like you know, it goes way back. I mean, it's it's going to be hard to beat the original, right? With uh, uh, directed by um, David Lynch, right? So uh, right there, you have a high bar. But uh, why don't we watch the trailer? We'll do some reactions, and 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 that way we can kind of keep go at it fresh. So let me bring that up here. Here we go. Something awakening in my mind, I can't control it. What did you see? There's a crusade coming. Do you often dream things that happen just as you dreamed them? Yes. Dude, I love him. I love everything he does. The test is simple. Remove your hand from the box. And you die. I love the coloring. It's insane. Mm. What's in the box? (laughs) (laughs) Oh crap! Alto's head. Too much power. You have proven you can rule yourself. Oh wow. Yes. Now you must learn to rule others. Something none of your ancestors learned. The cast. This is what I wanted Star Wars to look like. Yeah. He's getting a richer one. You'll lose that one too. The costume design is amazing. Yeah, look at the scope. It really sets the tone. Arrakis is a death trap. Kill That's great. I love oh, that. Scar, Scar. Extermination. Whoa. My family off one by one. Let's fight like demons. Aquaman's in there. <laughs> yeah. An animal caught in a trap will gnaw off its own leg to escape. 
What will you do? Think this is going to help Chalamet's career? I know you. Yeah. Does it need help? Yeah, good yeah. point. That's a good shot. Skarsgård looks amazing in this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It doesn't even look like him, so. <laughs> even does Momoa without the yeah. beard. Batista, you pretty much can pick out of a lineup anywhere. I must not fear. Spice. My Lord Duke. Where the fear is gone, only I will remain. Uh-oh. Yes. I love how they uh -oh. saved the worm to the end. I mean, oh. oh. <laughs> what? Yes. Yeah. It's the first time you watch it, it's all you're waiting for. What's the worm going to look like? What's the worm going to look like? Oh. You know what it's going to look like? A it huge butthole. <laughs> you win. You would go there. You got one ugly butthole, dude. Oh, <laughs> You've looked at a lot of ugly buttholes. Oh wow! Um, you know you're in trouble when you when your butthole has teeth. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow. That was incredible. Wow. No, that was awesome. That was freaking awesome. That definitely is one where I don't know during COVID what you're going to do, but I can't watch that on a TV screen. Mm. Like I need no. to go into the place. I'll line up for that. I wanted the biggest screen I can, yeah. the best sound. Like if yeah. you don't watch that in a movie theater, I think it's going to lose something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's Most one of those pictures, sure. right? That that has that the scope and the size and, and just the, the visuals are just stunning. Uh, that you you're absolutely right. That's like IMAX first. That's first weekend IMAX to me. Yeah. And I, I don't out? like going anywhere. You guys know me. I don't go anywhere. But that's the kind of thing going. Yeah, I. I think that I, there's been a couple of movies like that that I didn't get to see in the theater and um, I kind of regretted it. And yeah. I, I that that's one that I definitely want to. I think it's that's, you know, grab your popcorn, get your drink, uh, your heroin and sit down and enjoy <laughs> that ride. Your spice. Oh, yeah, I always take heroin to a movie theater. Great. <laughs> always. I mean. Just the ones with the reclining seat. You have to sprinkle it over the popcorn, right? <laughs> but true, you're what a Star Wars fan. Don't you want it? Like, I wanted Star Wars to look like that when I saw the trailer. Like, I wanted that feeling from when they did the Star Wars reboot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, and to be fair, Star Wars looked great, but I think... That looks uh, insane. Yeah, like, the art direction, the the style, right? Everything, I mean, I, again, I, I agree with everything. I, for me, this is... I'm biased here, right? Like, this... This trailer could have been shot like just one shot. It could have been the sandworm and just shown the title and the date and I'm in, right? Like I, I don't need anything else. I'm buying the IMAX ticket. I'm I'm getting the like extra large bucket of popcorn, like Nolan said. Uh I'm I'm gonna make sure I go to the bathroom but right before the trailer starts so I don't miss anything. You know, like I'm never leaving. Or wear a diaper. Just wear a diaper. Yeah, depends to the best movies. It just you know good look. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm all in. I mean, to be clear, and I'll get into this a little bit later. I'm, I'm. The trailer isn't great for me. Like, I don't know why. It's, it's a visually, it looks great. There's some things about it, but as a trailer, I, I think it's kind of lacking in some areas. But what does, I think it does a great job of showing us that this is going to be just an epic film, right? Like visually, the cast is just insane. So, yeah, can I'm, you see the contract for to get that trailer? Okay, Jason, Moore, I've got to be in the trailer for at least seven seconds. 
Okay, well, if he's <laughs> yeah. in the chair for seven seconds, then my my boy needs to be in there for eight. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes, but she's the star of the movie. She's not coming in. She needs to be in that trailer for nine seconds. And you know there's somebody timing their faces on that trailer. Wait, so is that, is I never even a, thought is about that. Oh, like, I, didn't, yeah. I didn't know about this. This yeah. is a thing where yeah. like, managers will fight for screen time in a trailer? And they'll even negotiate their pictures yeah. on the posters and who they can be and how big their picture is on a poster compared to somebody else's. Oh, my God, it's a nightmare. <laughs> what? Oh, my God, you know that. going to be giant on that poster. It's going to be like just <laughs> huge. It'll be no yeah. one else. It'll be just like little dots around Jason Momoa. Yes. This is a, uh, you know, uh, director, Dennis Villanueva, he's, this is a, the, the scope of this was so big, this, this, you know, the original book and everything that this is a two part film. Yeah. Um, this is, this, you is just it? saw like part one. So, um, Oh, it is a two parter. Yeah. It's going to yeah. be a two parter apparently. And but I, 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 I like the trailer for a couple of reasons. I love the fact that, you know, like it felt like, like a sci-fi version of game of thrones for some reason it just the, the that maybe you know the, the the music and the coloring and everything it just had that that feel of you know fa the family you know and and i don't know i just you know fire sand butthole monsters i mean <laughs> what, what what more could you want exactly. you know? but, like, but the reason why i want to see that is like when you talk and can we talk about the technical stuff now that movie was shot practical. Oh, that's not a that's not a, in a bo green green box movie. They mm -hmm. went to the desert to shoot the desert scenes. They had to make riggings up there to fly the camera up because it's not a background drop down. Chalamet said on the entire movie he shot two green scenes. Wow, that. wow. That's, that's so amazing. Cool. Two green scenes. So everything is practical. They shot in the desert. They built those sets. They they went and, and now, now that's fine. But what makes that even crazier difficult? Did you see the lighting in those shots? Yeah, mm -hmm. they had trailer trucks of lights pulled up into those locations to get that quality of light on some of the shots. Now that's probably why it's darker in a lot of scenes. But the, that for that movie to be shot so practical, I mean, obviously the worm wasn't. Uh, but that, that that's unfortunate. I, I was really looking forward to seeing him at con. Yeah. If you look at some of the behind the scenes things on the, the rigging they had to do to shoot that practically, those desert scenes, like where the camera comes up behind them uh, while they're out, but he's actually standing on the rock. They're overlooking the desert and there's got the cameraman's on wires and they lift him up to get the shot as opposed to just having them a green screen and drop in the image. That's insane. I hope this could wow. becomes more of a trend. Cause I know, you know, like the last three star Wars did that shot as much as they could practical, not, every, you know, but I think it adds so much realism and, you know, I just, I hate when you're watching something, it looks like you're watching and it's animated. Yeah. Well, what know? about from an animal POV? I mean, no yeah. one, like you did all that, uh, mocapping, like you don't, you're, you're all in little, bubbly suits running around as opposed to right. acting in the desert what as an actor what's how do you feel if you got a practical set versus a green box well i think the doing something you know it depends obviously on on the scope of what you're trying to do but you always want the the the, the, the you prefer the practical as an actor uh, i mean at least i do and everyone i know does um and where we feel it the most in mocap and like uncharted and stuff like that is I, I Alec Guinness was a famous actor that was very famously liked to create his characters from the outside in. So it started with the wardrobe, 
you know, um, my dad actually took a, a, a page out of his book when he was in college. He did a Shakespearean play and he had to play a weak character. And Alec Guinness did this on stage. And he, you know, the Shakespearean, they would wear like tights, you know, uh, and uh, in the costume. And he ordered them like two, three sizes too big. So his legs looked skinnier. Uh, they, 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 they were, you know, they had folds and were loose on his legs. So it made him feel skinnier. If you're playing a king and you have the, the cape and the crown, you, there's, a, there's a, a way your posture and things can change. Looking at the, the costuming in this movie, you know, that armor and that stuff, if you're in a mocap suit, you're not going to feel the weight of that stuff. You're not going to, you know, when you have a big fake plastic, now, you know, they, they do use pretty good um, props, but I remember, for instance, even with Uncharted, when we, uh, you know, we always had a gun and we used to have to go bang. And they, you know, because when they didn't, uh, weren't shooting our mouth and you have to say bang so the person you shoot can react. We ended up getting air pistols uh, in the later sequences, and it made such a difference when you could actually pull that trigger, feel the, the tension in the trigger, and pop, and feel like a little pop of air, and the person had something like that to, to react to. So just something as simple as that, that's practical, it makes a huge difference. So to actually be on location and shoot, and uh, you know, there, obviously production-wise, there's all kinds of issues that can come up. Um, yeah, quarter page or, day. You know, weather, light, <laughs> right? Uh, all kinds of things like that. But as an actor and as a performer, sound too. You, you are you are in the moment uh, at, at just another uh, another level. When they do all that practical uh, shooting, they got to do a lot of uh, ADR, don't they, yes. Paul? I mean, which I despise. Yeah, but then, uh, ADR but is so but, tough. But then again, though, if you're shooting everything on a stage um, with green screens, a lot of that dialogue is completely unusable. Um, because the space is wrong, you know, so it kind of can go both ways. Hmm. But if you've got a bunch of rigging and stuff that's making a noise there, yeah, they got an ADR at all. Like, I, I think that um, all of the Lord of the Rings was like something like 95% ADR. Wow. No way. Yeah, yeah. this is probably yeah, a it was like yeah, it was an astronomical, astronomical number. Yeah. We'll have to call Sean Aston and ask him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bring him in. But imagine that having to read ADR all those lines. Incredible. Yeah. Well, I mean, like Paul, what, like from a trailer, like just looking at the trailer, wh- wh- I mean, what are your thoughts? I mean, not only from the, like from a production standpoint, like, you know, how they shot it, like, you know, from an ADR standpoint, mm-hmm. but like just from a trailer, like, you know, the sound design, it, I mean, it, it uses a lot of the trailer tropes, but I think there's something interesting. Yeah, here. it does. And for me, it was the music. What do you, what do you think? Uh, well, that's interesting that you bring that up because um, what I'm noticing a big trend in trailers now is taking old songs and people are remaking them and making them much more dramatic or, or you know, and I, I think that's a really cool thing. I think uh, anytime, anytime you hear something familiar, you know, it can rope you in. It's like, oh, I, you know, I know that. So I don't know. Of course, I, I noticed that. But um, I thought that was cool. The song that they used. Yeah. Sound sound design and trailers, I mean, is always pretty amazing, you know, or usually. Yeah. I noticed that the music, uh, I, I couldn't place it at first because it was, it's different. Mm. Right. And I was like, what is, I've heard that before. And mm. I had to Google it before we jumped on this, uh, this call and it's Pink Floyd's eclipse from dark yeah. side of the moon. 
And yeah. apparently, I think it was Hans Zimmer. He re-recorded it with like a choir, like a like a live choir, and actually redid the sound. Like so, it's it's almost like completely different, you know. So it, it's the same, but obviously, you know, uh, different in in his perspective. Done specifically for this trailer, like they actually made that for this, which I thought was really fascinating. Um, and also, like to me, I don't know why, but the music actually pulled me out of it. I don't know why it was uh, one of those moments. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Only because it sets this tone that I'm not sure I wanted with this film. A little love story, like in the beginning, Mm -hmm. it really pushed a love story Mm -hmm. vibe. I thought the music did. Yeah. Yeah. And and so here's what's going on. To me, the music feels really epic. Like you have this, this choir, this, like these, uh, this chanting almost. And this, like this, like kind of like building score. It just, it's, it feels so like there's a lot going on in the music and visually there's so much going on. Like you, like it's so epic and there's like things are happening so fastly. It feels overwhelming almost, you know? So the trailer to me, like it starts to like become jarring because of its overwhelmingness because of the music, because of what's going on visually and uh, probably the way it's shot. Uh, I, I almost feel like they needed less music or less is more here. Um, I think more just traditional sound or traditional trailer beats would have maybe been more helpful to get me excited uh, about and, and more pay more attention to the music or sorry, uh, not the music, pay more attention to the visuals and the characters mm-hmm. and the story they're trying to tell, because I don't even remember the VO because the music is so just like, whoa, like I actually don't even remember. There wasn't a, there wasn't a VO. It's Timothy kind of giving his story, like talking. Like, oh dialogue. yeah. That, oh, dialogue that's right. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dialogue. Yeah. It's um, dialogue from the film. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know why I thought the trailer could have been better, I guess is my opinion, but, but, but don't get me wrong. It's still insane. Like I, like I said, I'm in. Like they had me, dude. You know, like, butt hurt. You're butthurt because it was better, it looks better in Star Wars. That's it, why. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, you're butthurt. I'm going to be an outlier here and say I'm actually, I'm actually not. I'm not really interested in the movie, believe it or not, because I think I saw the first one. I don't remember what year the first one came out. But like I just didn't. Was it, yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. I was, was just it in, in the form. The one with Sting. I didn't like that. Yeah. Yeah. But by yeah, the way, so I don't. Who 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 doesn't think like Kyle McLaughlin or Sting's going to show up in this somewhere? It's almost like, yeah, you know, like they just yeah. Sting yeah, I don't know. worm. Yes, I was just going to say that. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, I I should have auditioned for that. <laughs> <laughs> when does it come out? Can we go to the movie theater, or is this guy, I'm going to be stuck watching this um, on my TV? I believe it's October 2021. Yeah, hopefully so there there's hope. movie theaters. The current set day is yeah for. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure there's a state in the in the in, here in the US that you can go find it. Yeah. We'll let you in. <laughs> for sure. No, for sure. Run sure. in. No mask required. <laughs> <laughs> well, Steph, what what did, what did you think? Well, I mean, like from your POV, what what do you what do you are you excited about this? Oh, I'm excited. I mean, I'm I'm new to the whole Dune story. I remember when they first were talking about it and I saw pictures from the sets and I was like, oh, this looks really cool. Um, and I like sci-fi, so I was like, I'm down. And so, I mean, I don't know much by the story, but just watching the trailer, I feel like you get introduced to everybody um, that you're supposed to get introduced and then their storyline. And it is, I mean, to me, I feel like it romanticizes the story as far as like imagery goes. And it's all very fast paced cuts, but there's a lot of fades. Like it just imagery like wise, it looks really nice. <laughs> and then you've got the color. I love like Zendaya's blue eyes and just how it pops against like the blue totally. or 
brown background. I don't know. So I'm, I'm excited. And I agree with you too on that music. Like I think if it was a little softer and there's a little less of it, maybe I feel like um, even if it was like a slower paced song, it might've driven it. Um, but I think it definitely amps up like the excitement, especially if you are a fan of this <laughs> movie and, you know, the characters and everything in it. Like, I think it definitely amps it up for something big as far as story-wise. And I'm excited. I didn't know that there's two parts. So, hey, two movies. <laughs> it's, a hard, it's a hard story to do because the book is, yeah. I mean, if you've read the book, it, you can just like, you read the book, like, how do you make a movie out of this? Yeah. It's, it, it's just... You know, that's why I think why the first one failed is because it just didn't get close to uh, Herbert's uh, idea. It's a, you know, it's a political, what would you call it? Like, it's a giant, like, I think this would be better than, correct me if I'm wrong, a TV series. Uh, yeah, oh. I, I, I actually mm -hmm. thought that too. I thought, uh, you know, even looking at the trailer, I'm like, I want to watch this for like a year. You yeah. know, like you know, what I'm multiple saying? years. Like, I want to yeah. get into it in the politics and the backstory because right. it yeah. is really, it's the book itself is generational. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, and and, and you to you know what? How, how how thick is that book? Is you know? It's it's beefy. Yeah, it's just too hard to do in a movie. And of course, he had to do it here in two parts. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they they apparently HBO Max is putting out a prequel series, so set in the world, and it's called like Dune. Uh, I think it's called Dune: The Sisterhood. Uh, so it oh. takes it kind of goes into the background right. of like that, those, uh, they're, they're kind of like, not witches, they're seers kind of, um, right. In, in that world, right. They kind of like have like, uh, visions of sorts, uh, in the spice is part of the reason of that. But, um, no, this is not spoiler cast. I mean, if you know, uh, but, mm -hmm. uh, but, uh, but, uh, yeah, I think, I think you're right, BJ. I, I completely agree. I think it, it just, you want, I think after, even after watching the movie, we're going to be like, I want more of this, you know, like this is it's such a cool world. He built such a cool universe. And, uh, the original books, when it came out, the original story, when it came out in 65, it was actually serialized. It didn't come out first as a book. It came out as two separate serials in the, you know, the magazine, the sci-fi magazines they used to do at the time. So it would be cool to go back, get those and then divide the series up and do it that way. Yeah. Yeah. Or making a video game. This isn't this is another one I would sit there and go, stop making video games into movies. Take a cool movie and make it a game. Mm -hmm. This could be this be I mean cool. this could be yep. an yeah. epic multiple, you know, franchise like a franchise multiple game kind of thing. Well they got, um, there's five sequels to this, right? The in the book series. There's five sequels. Is it five? Yeah. Oh my there's, gosh. There's is, a five. That, is it that many? Yeah. yeah there I got it up here. Is it Dune Messiah, Children of Dune, God Emperor of Dune, Heretics of Dune. Yeah. And then something else. I can't even see what that is. Uh so I don't know. If it's successful, it'll keep going. I mean they certainly you can see in the trailer they certainly went to make sure that it was multicultural. Yeah. that it could be good for foreign markets as well. And that's always important these days, especially with streaming going so global. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm pumped, but I need to see it in a movie theater. I need Absolutely. my popcorn. I need to go to one of those like really expensive movie theaters where they feed me and tuck me in with a little nap and wipe my <laughs> mouth as I spill and <laughs> bring me wine. Pagan, do you have any uh, like thoughts too? I mean, from, I obviously I, I love it. I mean, are you a big sci-fi person or, or is this sort of, is this in your wheelhouse? Um, um, I'm okay. I I do enjoy sci-fi. It's just that I don't enjoy like Star Wars. Okay, let's just get that out of the way. So oh, I don't really enjoy that. I'm very like that sorry. Can we can we edit me. that? Can we? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right, you just I'm on like it. Ninety percent of the <laughs> I don't think. Yeah. I don't think we should anymore, Drew. I don't think we should air this. 
I don't like Star Wars. <laughs> I'm surprised Hard, you're my even, like never even if you don't, you don't admit that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, go, yeah, Chewbacca is awesome, right? Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I enjoyed The Return of the Jedi, and that was great. I didn't hate that. So. It's because of the Ewoks, isn't it? Yeah, no, that's what I checked out. I'm sorry. I, I, I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, no, in general, for this film, like I, I do enjoy sci-fi. And when I was watching the trailer at first, I didn't know anything about Dune. I'm going to come out and say that I, I am not like a fan of this series. I didn't read the book. I didn't see the original. Um, so the whole like when it kind of comes up at the end and says Dune, and everyone's like, "Oh my god!" I didn't obviously have that response. Um, but as soon as the trailer came on, it reminded me of Blade Runner. Uh, 2049 mm. yeah and i was like okay i mm. like this this is great i'm very into this and the costume is fantastic and the lighting and the tone is great um the only thing about the trailer that i probably would remove is the beginning with um like zendaya and uh and timothy because i just feel like it's like here's a bit of romance now we'll tell you what the actual film is about and then yeah, they were for the woman's audience there exactly and i felt like it was a bit contrived and i was like oh i kind of wish that whole bit wasn't in the trailer mm. it could be in the movie but not in the trailer um but then maybe she or could, it could have been in the movie. It. it could have been in the trailer, maybe uh, Pagan, but not right up front. Yeah, something yeah. about it right up in. front was kind of. It took me in the wrong direction because then it was like, then we took the left turn into Funville. Yeah, was, I think like, they do a lot of that for dynamics, right? You know, mm, they right. want to do want they want to do this build so. Mm -hmm. And there's That's fantastic probably, like there's some fantastic pacing in this trailer in terms of like you'll get uh, a moment of peace or a fade and then mm -hmm. you'll get um like an army shot or a combat shot or um like an army lining up shot and i thought those are kind of really nice contrasts and then like quickened and slowed the pace quite well in the whole trailer um i disagree about the the music i enjoyed the music i thought it was a great build um i like hans zimmer i thought it was amazing and just the the style of this um really did hype me up for I guess the end, the title screen. Um, I, even though I didn't know what this was, I was like, no, I'm intrigued. I'm watching this. Um, and I would like to watch this in IMAX, but fully popcorn and everything. If I can bring alcohol, mm. great. <laughs> um, can you make a, a you movie without Hans Zimmer anymore? Like, no, right? he's how amazing. How rich is that guy? <laughs> how rich is that guy? Like, uh, he's he's in every movie, it's Hans he's, Zimmer. He's the John Williams yep. of this era. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, for sure. Yeah. Your accent's not that strong in Irish, though. But like, would you watch subtitles with that for the English? Yeah. Because no. sometimes it's really sometimes hard to hear you guys. <laughs> <laughs> so when yeah. I'm nodding and smiling, it's just because I don't understand yeah. what, what you're saying. Yeah. American. PJ PJ watches in Canadian uh, subtitles. It just goes sorry, 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 sorry. Well, there it is, Drew. Uh, the Dune trailer. I think we've. Um, I mean, I, I think nothing left. We had digged up every worm. We, 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 mm -hmm. we, yeah, we've uncovered the worm. Yeah. <laughs> at the bottom of the bottle. <laughs> and, and, and it's, uh, and it, it looks like a, a, a toothy butthole. So, um, <laughs> we give it a thumbs up. Yeah. Like yeah. I give it a thumbs, a thumbs in. <laughs> I'm looking, I'm looking for, I, I will say this. I'm looking forward back. to it, man. I'm looking forward to it. I, yeah. I, I like films like this. Uh, this is a movie theater movie and that, that excites me. Um, so, um, I'm all in. Yeah. I think, I think we're all in agreement there too. Yeah. I think everybody was like, we're seeing this in IMAX except Paul. Oh, yeah. It's kind of like, eh, except, except for Paul. me. I'd, yeah. Paul will pass on this one. Paul's like, <laughs> I'd rather go. 
outside at of least I like Star Wars. That's true. <laughs> yeah. We're getting cozy enough to tweet. I know. Yeah. So <laughs> Ass kisser. Oh, nice. There you go. That's Dune. Go see it. everybody thank you for watching listening or however you're taking this in uh if you want us to talk about a movie or a game or a tv trailer from today or yesteryear i don't care old classic just let us know in the comments below also if you really like what we're doing please subscribe to the channel and of course if you'd like to support us you can do so by using the join button below all right do it don't be scared don't be scared Are you ready to go down the rabbit hole? The All Things Alice podcast will explore the cultural phenomena of Alice in Wonderland. Frank Bedore, the author of the Looking Glass Wars trilogy, is your host through a wonderverse of interviews from all types of creators as they chronicle the dark yet empowering reality of Lewis Carroll's fantasies and answer the question, what is it about Alice that captivates us still today? The All Things Alice podcast, available wherever you listen to podcasts.